0: What's going on, y'all? It's your boy, So-So, in case you ain't know So, and welcome back to another dope episode of Sports with So-So. Coming to you live, y'all. This week, the Dolphins take care of the Panthers and get ready for a real test in Philadelphia. Canes embarrass themselves in North Carolina and are looking to save the rest of their ACC schedule, and the Panthers started their season with two losses, but bounced back with a critical win. It's time to take a ride, y'all. Let's go. What up, what up, what up, y'all? It's your boy SoSo. We're back. Uh when I say we, I mean the show, I don't mean me and Joel. Uh Joel's right now currently in Las Vegas taking care of business for the sports with SoSo podcast. So we're jumping on here to give you guys, I'm jumping on here to give you guys a quick 15-minute episode, let you guys know what you can look forward to uh, for this weekend and some of the things that happened over the past weekend, which we can recap right now. Now, before we get started, I do have to give 60 seconds to The Marlins and Kim Ang, uh, they mutually separated ways. Uh, Kim Ang, I think, was a great GM for the Marlins. She made a bunch of moves that really worked out. And not a lot of GMs can say that in baseball. You know, it takes a a really smart mind to make good deals and get players in to actually produce and help a team in the playoff run, which is exactly what Josh Bell and and Jake Berger did for the Marlins. Um, And Kim Ang Ang is responsible for a lot of that. You know, she brought up Eric Perez. She hired skip schumacher like there are a lot of things that that k did as a gm and for the martins to want to put a president of operations above her was kind of like weird so i understand why she left <clears throat> um i wouldn't want her to leave because i think that she did a great job and now we it feels like the martins have to start all over again after such a great season um not the move that i was expecting to hear not gonna lie i didn't think that it was gonna be this um but, yeah, she's out, and the Martins are going to find now a new GM and possibly another president of operations or baseball operations. Let's see how that works out, man, because they got a lot of questions. They did a lot of good things this year, and now it looks like they're starting to go backwards a little bit. So let's see how that goes. On to the Dolphins. They beat the Panthers 42-21, to 21. Um, now 3-0 and at the Hard Rock. A lot of things were said about that game that I didn't necessarily agree on from like the media and a lot of the local media. People saying like, well, you know, you shouldn't give the Panthers a head start. Or you should go out there and dominate. But it's the NFL. You got to go out there and win every single week. Um, nothing is a guaranteed. Every game is going to be different. Every game is going to be hard. Uh, we saw how we kind of struggled with the not struggled, but a little bit of a slow start against the Giants until we really got going. And then the same thing against the Panthers where we had a little bit of a slow start. And then boom, once the offense gets going. It's unstoppable. It really is unstoppable at this point. Um, you know, but that's what good teams do. They beat up on bad teams. They they make them look dumb. They beat them by a wide margin, and they take care of business. And that's exactly what the Dolphins did. So I don't understand why people are, like, downplaying who have they played, um, who who are, have a, our opponents been to be 5-1. and one. Who cares? The fact is that it's the NFL, and people have to – realize that every game is not a given, you are going to go out there and, and have to fight for it. IE look at the Niners, right? They lost to Cleveland. We saw the Eagles lose to the jets. Like it's not easy to go out there and win NFL games, especially if you're on the road. So um, although our, our the guys that we've played are buying five and 22 doesn't matter. You got to go out there and beat the bad teams and you got to go out there and beat the good teams as well. Right? Like we saw that we struggled against Buffalo, but we went away from the game plan. That's one of the main things that I'm focusing on for this upcoming Eagles game, right? Like Mike McDaniel already came out and said, like that burned me once. We're not deviating from the game plan ever again. Why? Because it works, and I think that against the Eagles, you're going to see a lot of running. You're going to continue to see, um, uh, get opportunities to catch the ball. You're going to see him get opportunities to run the ball. Um, often he made a great impact in the last game. We're thinking about uh, we're going to see Jeff Wilson Jr actually makes the game on Sunday and get some snaps. But the the running back room is not an issue. The wide receiver room is not an issue. The offense is not an issue. So I think that we're going to be able to go to Philadelphia and really um put up points. But at the same time, you know, you got to look at the Eagles schedule and see who have they beat. People say that the Eagles are such a good team because they made that Super Bowl run. And now that they're expected to get back to that. But when you look at that, who they've played, right, they've only played one team or have one of their wins with a team. That's over 500, which was Tampa Bay, the Buccaneers. Yeah, the rest of the teams that they played are are three and three right now, or under 500. Washington and LA Rams. Um, but yeah, you know we have an opportunity. We have an opportunity to go out there and show the rest of the NFL that the that the, the Panther, the Dolphins, excuse me, are are the real deal. Our our offense is the real deal. Our offensive line is the real deal, and we expect our defense to be able to show up. Um, That's probably the one question, right? Is our defense going to be able to make enough stops and come away with turnovers? Uh, Got to get that, dub and got to find out a way to really put a lot of pressure on Jalen Hurts, man, because that kid is good. That kid is good. Uh, It's a primetime matchup this Sunday. It's going to be Sunday night football versus the Eagles. Philly, like I said, they were coming off an ugly loss against the Jets. Um, The real question of this game is going to be whose defense stands up and really gets the stops, right? Because Philadelphia is known to have a really good defense. Dolphins brought in Fangio. We have a bunch of talent on defense. Um, We don't know if Ramsey is going to be back by this game. I think he should take a couple of weeks off and just really get into the rhythm of being an NFL player again. Um, Even though I'm sure that guy's rearing and ready to go. But, you know, we don't need him just necessarily yet. I'd rather him get healthy and, and see if this current defense that played well on Sunday against the Panthers can continue to create pressure seven sacks last game. We're going to need at least two and a half sacks this game. So let's get it done. Now to talk about the embarrassment of the Canes up in North Carolina, Um, they end up losing 41 to 31, make a small comeback in the fourth quarter, but they got shut out in the third quarter, 21 to zip, And they also got shut out in the first quarter. And it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a, it's a little bit frustrating. I'm not going to lie. It's a little bit frustrating because the Canes should have got their running game going. You should have been able to, to handle the pressure that we were playing with up there. And it felt like we just abandoned the game plan, abandoned ship completely. You know, Tyler Maddike threw the ball 48 times. He was 31 of 48 at 391 yards, four touchdowns and two INTs. Um, that's just, that's just way too many attempts throwing the ball. Like if you're down, which we were down by that much, but we, we couldn't get into the game because we couldn't run the ball. You know, we could have run the ball. Parish had a, had a rough day. Um, nobody really got anything going. And now our ACC schedule for this year is a wrap. You know, you got two losses in the ACC in conference play. Now you're facing a tough defensive team at home. I don't know, man. I don't know where, where this Kings program is heading right now at, from a week to week basis, right? Like we can obviously see the team getting better and better each year that goes by, but Getting better doesn't necessarily work for the Hurricane fans, right? Like, we want to see winning. We want to see big wins. We want to see important wins. And that game against North Carolina was an important game. went went out there and we lost it after an embarrassing loss at home to Georgia Tech. So, I don't know. A lot of questions are being asked about uh, Chris Barr and his program. Rightly so. I'm not saying that he's on the hot seat. I don't think he is. But, you know, when your defense doesn't show up and, and you know, they were, gave up almost 200 yards to – Running back, uh, On Hampton, 197 yards, I don't know, just makes me think that we weren't prepared for this game. And if we weren't prepared for this game, that's on the coaching staff and the coaches. Uh, They have to do a better job of getting these kids to realize what it is that they're playing for at the moment. Um, Yeah, man, that's, that shit sucked. You know, the, the wide receiver group really helped out TVD, right? Like, they obviously got a rhythm going in the second half when they were trying to come back. Just forcing throws and throws and throws. Uh, 311 yards between Jacoby George, Xavier Restrepo, and Brashard Smith. Uh, George having 125, Restrepo with 96, and Brashard I 90 yards. But it wasn't enough. And It wasn't enough. And when when you're playing good teams, you can't play from behind, right? I.e., the Dolphins and the Panthers. They're playing a bad team. Jump right back. Not gonna be able to guess, Gonna be able to do that against the Eagles. Same thing with the Canes here. You gotta can go down to good teams, including Clemson, who they played this week at home in the whiteout. Uh It's going to be important for them to go out there and, and not only win, right? Yes, you need to get off the losing streak, but it's how you're going to win, right? Are you going to run the ball? Are you going to protect? Are you going to not have dumb penalties? That's something that this team cannot get away from. So they're going to have to do a better job of, of really trying to just stay focused and, 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 and save this season. This, this Clemson game is going to be huge because you lose this game. Not only are you losing three in a row, now you're going on the road again against Virginia Tech, and you know you got to head up to FSU after that. So you don't want to be in a situation where you have zero momentum heading into one of the biggest games that we have every single year, which is FSU. So uh, I hope Christopher and the Kings can turn it around this week against the Clemson Tigers, go out there and beat their ass. Uh, I'm not expecting a blowout, but I don't want it to be a close game either. So let's go Kings. Now, the last thing that we're going to talk about here real quick is the Panthers. They started their season with two straight losses, but bounced back, got a big win in New Jersey, um, 6-4. And, you know, after starting 0-2, losing on the road to Minnesota, losing on the road to Winnipeg 6-4 in a shootout, like, you kind of figure that this Panthers team is going to take a little bit of a while to get going because of the amount of injuries are out. If you guys don't know, Ekblad is out for an injury. He's going to be gone for a while. And um, they have another couple of small pieces that are not necessarily ready to go. But the Panthers are a team that we know have a lot of expectations this year, right? Um, this season, they're going to have to win and win majorly. Uh, we've already seen them make a good run into the, into the playoffs. They reached all the way to the final. Like, that was wild that we even got there. But now it's like, all right, we've tasted it. We've tasted defeat. We've tasted success in the playoffs. We've tasted defeat in the playoffs. Like, now we have to go to that next major step and continue to try to win the Stanley Cup. Um, it's not going to be easy it's not easy to make NHL finals back-to-back years but there's enough talent on this team there's enough good coaching on this team that these guys can obviously make a run and and try to put themselves in that position Um, now the first game home game of the season is going to be against Toronto I know I know we hate Toronto Uh, but it's four straight home games that the Panthers are going to have here and it's going to be important for them to get those wins um, build up some type of uh, momentum to run into the homestand with you know a good energy and and get back into the winning things and really get a warm reception when they hang that Eastern Conference champions banner up in the up in the rink like that's gonna be cool to have that ceremony and whatnot. Um, Panthers have a have a lot to look forward to this year and, and of course we're excited to bring it to you here on Sports with So-So. um A lot of Panthers coverage coming this year, man. Yeah, we're we're really excited about where this team is gonna be and we th- and we really do believe that. The regular season is going to be much better than last year. I know it was a lot of up and downs. We barely made the playoffs. I expect this team to finish in the top three. Um, And I I expect the GM, Bill Zito, to continue to do what he's been doing, make moves to improve this team, and and put us closer and closer to our ultimate goal, which is winning the Stanley Cup. Now, a little bonus real quick, the Heat, they're still in the preseason, um, getting some good playing time there. The most important thing for me is Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero's been playing excellent. Uh, it doesn't look like none of the offseason shit is bothering him, which is great news for us. And also, I, I was really impressed by um, Thomas Bryant. It, this dude went up against uh, Victor Wanyama. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but he went up against him, which is not an t- easy task. And he held his own. Yeah, Victor had his dunks, and Wemby had his dunks and stuff like that. But Thomas Bryant really put in a good effort, and I think that he's going to be a critical, critical part of this team because. Uh, we haven't had a mobile mobile center in a while, a guy who really focuses on defending. So I'm, I'm interested to see how that dynamic continues to build with, between him and Bam. Um, Bam and, and him actually building up some chemistry and getting some good minutes together. So I'm excited about that. Um, the first home game of the season is going to be versus Detroit next Wednesday. Your voice is going to try his hardest to be in the building and bring some of that content uh, should be a packed house. And then right after that home opener, we're going on a three game road trip. Face our favorite friends up in Boston, Minnesota, and Milwaukee. Uh, we, love, we love the people of Minnesota. Boston and hey, Milwaukee, yeah. Um, but we're, we're getting thrown to the wolves early, literally. But that's what Heat Basketball is about, right? We know that we're going to have to see what this team has, right? And I, and I think that this team has realized the importance of doing well in the regular season to get that home court advantage and not have to be on the road as much and really be able to take advantage of, of that. Um, uh, real quick for my fight fans, UFC 294 is gonna be on fire this weekend. Uh what another great job about uh, Dana and company. They saved the fight. Uh Charles Oliveira was supposed to fight um Makachev for the belt, and that make that their second fight. But he suffered a cut above his eye, right back cut, knee surgery, and of course, Alex Volkanovski Man, that guy is a legend. Dude said, Yo, I'll take that fight, he jumped in there and he's getting his rematch against Makachev. so that's going to be an amazing fight on the headliner. And the co-main event uh, was supposed to be Paulo Costa, but he had surgery on his elbow, had an infection. So then, of course, Kamara Usman, he steps up and says, you know what, I'm not going to hesitate to j- take an opportunity to fight for a belt. Let's get in there. Let's get, let's get it going. So it's going to be dope to see both Volki and uh, Usman back in the octagon after seeing them both suffer, uh, well, in, in the case of Alex, he's won and one in his last two fights, and Kamara's coming off a, a loss. So it's going to be interesting where where these guys are at mentally, especially for Volki making that weight cut to get back into fight shape. Usman, I'm pretty sure he was pretty ready or in fight shape because he was going to fight either in December or January. So this is going to be a great card. Make sure you guys watch it. Uh, your boy's going to try to bring you some post-game reactions to that as well. You guys know what to do at this time. You guys got to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. By OnlyFans subscribing to that, we dropped week six. Shout out to Martin. Shout out to Rack. Shout out to Joel. What a great and fun episode. We had a great time recording that. You guys should check it out. And, of course, shout out to you for tuning in for this one, boys. And ladies and gentlemen, I don't want to be that guy. So until next time, peace.